After prosecutors rested their case against Senator Robert Menendez yesterday, Menendez left the courtroom with his lawyers and daughter. He could be heard singing Amazing Grace in the court's elevator. That may be because the judge had suggested he might dismiss the 12 bribery charges against Menendez, the heart of the prosecution's case, citing a Supreme Court ruling that has derailed several high-profile public corruption cases. The prosecution has presented more than 30 witnesses in six weeks of testimony to prove their accusations that the New Jersey Democrat took bribes from his co-defendant, including campaign donations and luxury trips, in exchange for Menendez intervening on his behalf in various disputes with the U.S. and Dominican governments. Joining us to answer the many questions this case has brought up are Robert Mintz, head of the criminal investigations and white-collar practice at McCarter in English and a former federal prosecutor in New Jersey, and Robert Heim, founding partner of Myers and Heim and a former assistant regional director of the SEC. Bob Mintz, there were three hours of legal arguments in which the defense urged Judge William Walls to dismiss the case before it goes to the jury on the basis of the Supreme Court's decision in the case of former Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell. Will you explain the defense argument? Uh, sure, June. Um, the McDonald case is going to play a huge role in the ultimate outcome of this trial, because what the McDonald case did was to narrow the scope of what the Supreme Court said constituted an official act uh, that would form the basis of a bribery charge. So essentially what the court said is there has to be an official act performed by a public official in exchange for some kind of bribe. And what people thought going to this trial was going to be the key to this case was the government's ability to prove that the actions taken by Senator Menendez were, in fact, official acts. But instead, the focus has now shifted to the question of whether the bribes meet the standard of McDonald, because the government has been unable to prove that there was a direct quid pro quo relationship between the acts and the gifts. And instead, the government has relied on this stream of benefits theory, which Judge Walls, the judge presiding over this case, has called into question. Bob Heim, does that seem to you that the judge in the case uh, seems to be looking at the case just the way Bob Mintz described, where the issue is less whether these were official acts than the connection between uh, what um, Senator Menendez received and, and the things that he did. Does that seem to you to be a, a reasonable application of the McDonald, de- McDonald decision? Is that what the Supreme Court had in mind when it uh, narrowed the scope of the corruption laws? Well, I think it certainly represents a very big uh, surprise, both for uh, the government and Senator Menendez, that Judge Walls, instead of focusing on whether Senator Menendez's actions were official acts under the uh, McDonald decision of the Supreme Court, Judge Walls has now seemed to shift his analysis to a big concern about whether uh, those activities were in exchange for the contributions and other benefits that uh, Dr. Mengel was providing uh, to Senator Menendez. And this is a little bit of a departure from uh, what what was anticipated because the McDonald decision from the Supreme Court had focused very heavily on what constitutes an official act. And that decision had said routine activities by legislators, such as setting up meetings and organizing events and even contacting government officials, would not constitute official acts. And a lot of the parties um, before Judge Walls, uh, in particular Senator Menendez and Department of Justice, had 
fought over that issue, and now it seems like an entirely different issue has come up. The prosecutor said in the arguments yesterday, your honor would be the first court in the nation to invalidate the stream of benefits theory of bribery. And Judge Walls said, of course, I'm the first one because I'm the only one being tried now. Bob, we have about 30 seconds here. What happens if he does this? And then is there any hope for the prosecution then? Would they have to retry this if it went on appeal and he was reversed? Yes, I mean, if, if, it, if, as it seems, Judge Walls is going to reject this stream of benefits theory, then the government has virtually conceded that its bribery charges would end up being dismissed. Uh, there'd be other charges that would still go to the jury, but ultimately the stream of benefits uh, decision would be taken up on appeal and would be decided by a higher court. We've been talking about the possibility that Judge William Walls may dismiss the bribery charges against Senator Robert Menendez. We've been talking with Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter and English, and Robert Heim, partner at Myers and Heim. Bob Heim, Judge Walls said during the hours of, dis- of argument that the prosecutors appeared to have satisfied their new requirements for proving an official act. But then he questioned uh, whether they had shown that the speci- specific bribes were linked to specific actions, the so-called stream of benefits theory. Would it be unusual for a judge, after the prosecution has presented its entire case, to dismiss the, the main charges at this point instead of allowing it to go to the jury? Well, it would not be unusual if Judge Walls feels that the government simply has not met the legal standard uh, that was set by the McDonald uh, decision in the Supreme Court. Uh, the essence of what Judge Walls has to do is decide whether there's legally sufficient grounds to allow the case to go to the jury. And that's a decision the judge is uniquely satisfied uh, to make. And it's something that he's going to have to decide before allowing the case to go to the jury. So that's why the judge had um, asked for the input of the attorneys. And it looks like he's also going to accept briefing from the attorneys over the next couple of days and and make a decision as early as uh, early next week. Bob Mintz, if the judge does the sort of thing we're talking about, if he says there's no stream of benefits theory um, and I'm going to throw out this case or at least these charges – what is left of our federal bribery laws? Are we, are we then to the point where you have to have a very explicit quid pro quo between a particular uh, bribe and a particular official act? Well, that's a great question, and that's one of the reasons this case is being so closely watched, because even though in the wake of McDonald there have been a number of convictions of public corruption cases that have been reversed. All of those other cases were reversed because they were trials that were conducted before McDonald came down. So the jury instructions that were given in those cases didn't comport with McDonald. This is the first high-profile corruption case that is being done after McDonald, and so everybody's looking very closely at what those jury instructions are going to be here. And, and the question of whether the quid pro quo has to be that specific is still an open question, and it really will uh, have an impact on public corruption cases for years to come until the higher courts clarify this issue. Does it have to be very directly tied, as the defense argues, so that when a 
a gift is given, at the very same time the gift is given, there has to be a specific official act that's tied to it. That's what the defense wants. The government is saying it doesn't have to be that specific and that you can essentially put somebody on retainer where you give them the gift and know that at some point in the future when you need them, you will take the official act on their behalf. That's where the defense is. That's where the prosecution is. And that's the part of this case that's undecided. Bob, let's talk a little bit more about how big a blow this would be, a loss in this case for the Justice Department, or at least a loss in the bribery aspect of it. How will the Justice Department decide about the cases that have been reversed, whether to go forward? For example, you know, New York State Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver and Dean Skelos. How will they make that decision if they don't have the context of what they have to prove? Well, that's going to be a very factual-based uh, decision and a very detailed review of the evidence to really determine what the prosecutors can prove in terms of uh, official acts. As the McDonald Court had held, things such as meetings and setting up events and other things that might be considered more routine um, legislative activities uh, would not constitute official acts. So what the Department of Justice would have to do would be to review the evidence it has to see if that evidence is sufficient um, to, to meet the new standard to determine whether or not um, the conduct goes beyond those things and actually um, it comports with the new standard that McDonnell has laid out. I think um, any decision in the Menendez case that limits the stream of benefits theory would, would have a huge impact on the way the Department of Justice looks at these cases in the future, and it's going to certainly uh, make it a much more limited set of uh, cases that the department will successfully be able to prosecute. Bob Mintz, let me sort of tack in the other direction and ask you, uh, was it at all a surprise to you, or would it be a surprise to you, if the judge says that the government has cleared the official act hurdle? That's, um, as we were talking earlier, seemed to be the thing that might be the biggest obstacle for the government in this case. But from his comments the other day, the judge sounded like uh, he may be satisfied that the government has, has achieved that here. I, yeah, I think this this turn of events has surprised everybody because the McDonald case really focused on whether the conduct constituted an official act, and I and I think frankly the prosecution and even the defense focused much of their case and much of their argument on that on that hurdle uh, in satisfying McDonald rather than the question of whether the gifts constituted bribes or not, and so it has really shifted the focus of uh, what constitutes uh, a, a, a political corruption case that is likely to stand constitutional muster. And regardless, I think, of what Judge Walls does in this case, uh, we're going to see other cases where other judges are going to have to grapple with the import of McDonald and, and, and are going to have to address this question of whether a stream of benefits uh, is enough to satisfy that prong of uh, the bribery statute. I want to thank you both for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Robert Mintz. He is a partner at McCarter and English. And Robert Heim, founding partner of Myers and Heim. And the trial is in recess until Monday. The judge will announce then whether he's going to dismiss the bribery charges. Even if he ha does, he has indicated that he will allow the trial to go forward as far as the false statements count. And those are the counts that... Uh, allege that Robert Menendez did not report his various gifts on uh, on uh, on statements that he had to make as a United States senator.